Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the show. Vas is over to you. He's got the finest moustache since Freddie Mercury and the finest television show since television season three of the wonderful ted lasso continues next wednesday on apple tv plus so please welcome a man who like ice cream and a billy joel concert never disappoints it's jason sudeikis oh boy <laughs> how about that freddie mercury and i that and also our, our vocal range you know our mustaches and vocal range we have how are you mate i'm very well thank you for having me um i have never hmm. ever ever interviewed my favourite person who plays my favourite character from my favourite TV show whilst it's my favourite TV show in all the years I've been doing this. So I'm probably going to mess this up. <laughs> I, I like, As I said, let's mess it up together. Let's mess it up I'm very, together. We're very flattered. Oh, I'm, my I'm goodness me. Flattered. Congratulations to you and your friends on all the success for Ted Lasso because it's you. just such a great show. Thank you. It's so magical. It's a, it's, it's a gift. The algorithmic brain that is his his heart, his soul, his philosophy, whose is that? Which of you lot does that come from? Or what combination of you does it come from? Because the speeches, you know, th- there's a little bit of um, sort of uh, borrowed material. You know, you're, you're, you're doffing your cap to things that have been said profoundly in the past by people who we'd love to hear from and have made the world a better place. But there's a lot of original... Profundity in there. Who is? Where's that from? I think it's a, a collective of of. I mean, if not any of us individually, but it's certainly the spirit that sort of surrounds this thing. I, and I, you know, I'm as uh, shocked and surprised as anyone that it exists. I, I mean, if you get down to like actual the typing and the writing of the speeches, it depends who's probably saying them and what moment. If there were specifics that you want to know, I could probably offer those. But I can only speak towards what. The enthusiasm that we have when making the show that that somehow is is seeped out of uh, Apple Television and it's found its way into other people into the into the audience and and we're you know happy to you know enjoy the ride with you guys you know but I always talk about the, our writers room is a, like the, in those speeches that like Ted's reference level or the show's reference level is the reference level of all those ten to twelve people you know really really sharp men and women you know that we've had the last three years almost consistently from the from the first day of of writing to the you know our final day of shooting and that's you know i think that the show rises that occasion it's so beautiful it's it's also wonderful and we were talking about all the different characters earlier on and about the the obviously backstories and it's you know if you do if you invest enough in a character the character will then tell you what that character wants to say but what's different about lasso is you know compared with all the greats you know you can name a taxi friends faulty towers the office People obviously speak differently because they're different people. But it seems to me that Sam has Sam speak. You know, Ted has Ted speak. Coach Beard has Beard speak. They all speak their own language and they have mini monologues. And those happen to be exchanges which become conversations. But I've never known characters have such a deep sort of um, foundation to, to their fountain of being. 
I mean, thank you. I, that's very kind of you to say. I, I, that, I mean, it's not a question. No, no, no. no. I, you know, I, 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 I'll take it that way. But, but yeah, I, I, you know, I know when when doing rewrites, like I'll, I'll rewrite scenes. I find myself often talking to myself as the characters. You know, because they are they they have different cadences. They have certainly different experiences and different ways they're perceived in the world. And it's fun to sort of operate in those things because if if monologues are interesting enough for you know. Uh, uh, dramatic academies, you know, uh, acting schools, uh, uh, even, you know, people, casting directors to, you know, sort of, I don't know, ascertain someone's skill level or, or depth, then then why wouldn't a dialogue or why wouldn't a group scene? You know, you, you, that, those are all just multipliers. And it's really, really fun to, like, mess around in those waters, you know. And so we try to do that as much as possible. And, and yeah, and then by the time, that's when we're just writing it. Then by the time you give it over to the, the, the actors, they've all taken these characters onto, their, onto themselves, you know. And, and we offered right up, front like hey if this is say it the way you know you would say it like anglicize it for us you know yeah. you know we had like the higgins character saying ma'am a lot and yet the very first scene he did with hannah waddingham that jeremy uh swift did uh he, he it sounded like he said uh yes mom yes mom and it's like ooh, that makes the scene a lot different okay let's get rid of the ma'am so that's like a small example of you know trying to like make things you know um, feel like you know more authentic and more real to the to the person playing it but also to the place that we're you know performing in you know that being here <laughs> you know versus bringing a bunch of brits over to la and having to put it on it's like no no, no. brendan and i you know uh moved here and just you know just we're, we're better actors that way when we actually have to live the thing versus just you know pretend yeah it's, it's sort of a more natural form of method acting in a way <laughs> it's, exactly. it's yeah, a less yeah. annoying form of method <laughs> yeah acting. exactly yeah less off-putting no we we went to we've gone to matches we we drink pints in pubs <laughs> like you know the you know the only darts we played unfortunately at this point have been you know on the show itself but uh but yeah ex exactly oh my gosh <laughs> we really want to be fish out I of mean, water brendan loves football you've talked about yeah, this a lot you know he, he knows loads of, about football you've learned a bit about football uh some of the actors were footballers and now are actors yeah uh, which is completely awesome. But the boom guy knows, you know, uh, football, and and yeah. the prop gal knows football. It's like you, we wanted sincerely. I mean, it, and and we were afforded that opportunity by you know the good folks at Apple and Warner Brothers to like, yeah, oh yeah, go ahead, we'll we'll slap you over there. And All my... right, a quick fire questions. Yeah, is the beer in the pub real? No. What no. is it? It, I think they did. It's like near beer, or whatever. What's really ironic because my uncle George is an actor. He played Norm on Cheers, yeah. and he drank you know fake beer for you know many many years 11 seasons you know uh and now now i'm doing it myself have you had proper parties in the pub like you know we had a couple things but nothing not, no because it's a you know it's a set that we made to look like the the place crown um the prince's head right. over there in richmond yeah okay we, um it ted lives at number nine and a half yeah, yeah. where does that come from i it that was one of the ones we just sort of slipped by that right. we just let it be yeah because uh, you know doing what we do now we probably would have done nine and three quarters right like harry potter well i thought it was a nod to harry potter but it couldn't be harry potter it, exactly that might have been what it was that might have been a joe kelly special because he he's he's the potter fanatic and and at least the me brennan and joe i watched that lovely interview you did in new york for variety when you were all on stage a ga one of those gang show interviews oh, sure, sure. that's yeah, so yeah, cool yeah. wasn't it's it best. Uh, but i was very sad to learn of the passing of brett goldstein yeah i know I know. <laughs> what happened there? Just when we knew, just when we realized we had him, we lost him. Right, for you know? people who don't know, he's not dead, I don't think. <laughs> no, not uh, at all. And that's his real name, and he plays Roy Kent, of course. Yes. Tell us a bit about that, and how come you thought he was dead for a bit? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, I can't even remember at that point, other than, you know, sometimes maybe he'll go AWOL on text. Not even then. No, I've never thought the guy will die. I don't think the guy will ever die. He takes too good care of himself. He's he, he he loves to work. He loves people. He the guy until until they turn off and shut down all the stand up clubs. That guy's gonna live forever. 
Ted is 10 this year, isn't mm. he? Even though you, he didn't get a name for a while. Right. Because it was back in 2013 that you first did a Teddy, Ted Lasso kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then you named him in your swimming pool one day. <laughs> yeah. T- tell, me, tell me about the timeline of th- those particular two things. Well, no, I mean, yeah. So in, tw- in the summer of 2013 or the spring of 2013, uh, NBC Sports acquired the rights to show the Premier League over there in the States. They want to do a commercial. So uh, they asked me uh, if I would do it. Uh, looked at stuff, came up with an idea. They, I said, can I bring on a couple people? to help uh, work on this. They already had a, a great ad agency and a, and a really clever uh, a director of, of the commercials. And they're like, sure. So I, then I immediately was like, okay, it's going to be Joe Kelly and, and Brendan Hunt, who I'd known for many, many years. Brendan, again, football nut, and Joe knows a little bit, and then I know nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like a decent combo. And then also it's one of those, you know, friendships that you have that when you're making each other laugh, it, you know you're doing something right. If I'm making them laugh, if they're making, you know, me and if Joe's making me and Brendan laugh, you know, like that triangle kind of thing. And we we come to we uh, me and my uh, my partner at the time were living up in this place called Nichols Canyon, and I had a pool there. And we came over and we just like just one sheet of paper, just beat out ideas, just a few ideas, like like something silly, like uh, kicking, missing a goal, having it go over you know the crossbar, and Ted thinking that that was three points, like an American field yeah. uh, football field goal. And we just probably put out about you know eight to fifteen ideas. And in the moment of that, yeah, I just sort of was like, you know. Maybe it was the sky, maybe it was the water, maybe it was the friendship. But yeah, they were just like, what do we call the guy? I go, ah, Ted Lasso. So it literally came to you? Yeah, yeah, On your head? <laughs> yeah, like... like it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, I was, it is. It's, I was it, trying to think of like the, the uh, you know, anagrams that it could have come from and... Mm-mm. You know, That's I, it. also Ted, also debt, also we're in debt as well as all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, nothing, no. nothing that that deep, and yet, and and yet we've sort of, you know, the lasso of truth. You know, like I, I just like the idea of a of a single word, uh, first name. Yeah. You know, like Tom, Ted, Tim, whatever, and then uh, double syllable. No, a uh, a noun specifically. Oh, I see. I just thought that was like funny. Because <laughs> all, all the great songwriters, um, you know, in Sammy Khan's day, yeah, yeah, um, they went for th- a three-syllable name. Oh, did they? It wasn't their real name. Their, their nom de plumes were that they, they, they Cole Porter. They had a th- yeah. Not the I like that. I, I do the same thing when Olivia and I named our, our son. We named him Otis Sedakis because I like the cadence. Otis is great. Name. Otis Sedakis. And, and then, and then also Daisy also Sedakis. Otis Otto. We're, yeah. all, we're all fans of Otis and Otto. Uh, I'm still faced. Just saying, so you know, I haven't settled down. This interview, Paul McCartney played in my garden once. Still more phase than that. Oh my goodness! Seriously, um, rock and roll. Let's talk about rock and roll. The, the soundtrack. People are loving the soundtrack. Yeah. The music's really important. It's sometimes hard to get songs to be cleared for TV shows. Who, who is the music um, uh, fan in the gang? I mean, that's all of us. You know, again, right. you know, the, um, I mean, we have a, we have a great music supervisor, uh, Tony TVP. We call him the MVP because he gets the rights to these things that people are like, "No, we can't have you do that." <laughs> I mean, get it, us getting "Let It Go" for from Frozen for Hannah. You know, as as Rebecca to sing in our seventh episode, first season was. Uh, to do, I mean, Frozen Two had just come out. I mean, the song was basically on like moratorium. No, you can't go anywhere near it. But a lot of people anticipate our so those songs because we're a comedy show to be used to be to make fun of the the thing behind it. But then we've had the songwriters reach out to Hannah like online to say thank you for using the song in which you did. So I think sometimes it's about the in, you know the intention of what it is. Sometimes I write to music. I'm excited about some of the cues we have coming up uh, for the back half of this season. But you know it comes from everywhere. The best idea wins. You know whether it be you know uh, Tony or his partner Krista, whether it be you know Brendan, myself, you know my sisters, friends. I you know Marcus Mumford has chimed in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, our editors always pick good choices. So it's just yeah, it's like. It's what's going on there. But a lot of times, if it's a 90s hip-hop song, it was probably me. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. So so we did this with Let It Go. Yeah. Um, and we're not sure it's legal. You can advise us on this. Hang on a second. 
comes to court. Uh, doesn't that fall under parody? Do you guys have that here? Where a parody or satire? I don't. I mean, know. even though that that uh, that song is obviously that version is obviously better than the original, so I don't know if it's it. What's a parody of which at this point? You know? Okay. Do you think we're okay? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Disney's got other things to worry about right now. Oh, all right. You know, they're starting fight. They're you know they're they're they're, they're not starting fights. They're 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 fighting back uh, over there in, in Florida. So yeah, I think you'll be all right. When so when a character like Nate ends mm-hmm. up doing what he does at the end of season two, and lots of people still jump in on the bus, so we're not going to say what that is. Yeah, yeah. But when he when he ends up doing that at the end of season two. Um, and we meet him, and he's the opposite of that when mm-hmm. we first meet him. Do you lot, you clever people at the keyboards, do you already know that he has to be like that when we first meet him because he's going to be like this later on? Not not completely, but it came very clear during the breaking of, uh, meaning, the, you know, coming up with the stories for season one. Not not like in a Bible way, it, but but it, it's, it's imbued by, the, sometimes the characters lead you there. You know, just like the, the 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 name Ted Lasso pops into your head, you know, or 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 the you know the the look and feel of the believe sign. It's like at I've some not heard point, of believe sign. What is that about? No, no, no. I know <laughs> it's on your head. It's on, it's on, like I'm looking right at it. I think, uh, but yeah, th- those things kind of like show up, and then you know, just like an actor taking over role, will will guide you to where it's supposed to go. So it became very very clear when I was writing episode seven of of what was going to happen with Nate. And so then by the time we're shooting it, then it's me sitting dur- around. You know, a table with with Nick uh, Muhammad, who plays the the part so so beautifully and so dastardly, and uh, that I can speak to him about a few yeah. things that I know are coming down the pike. I mean, when he goes through his um, sort of, it's not a transformation, is it? It's sort of transmogrification. I mean, it doesn't get more Jekyll and Hyde than that. And to, yeah. when he when he changes character, mm-hmm. it is like a different person's playing. Yeah, Nate, because mm-hmm. how do you do that? I mean, you know, because you do the same thing. Sure. Because you get really, Ted gets really angry, and you know, all, all the 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 sort of um, the the deep hidden trauma comes out, which mm. is so moving again, because everything's so frothy at the time. It can be, sometimes things can be too frothy for their own good. And then yeah. you go, no, because we're going all the way down here. Yeah. Unless you go all the way, then you caught, get caught between a rock and a hard place. We're, it's so true. And, we, and we're, we're trying to mess with like the perceptions and like, you know, television has been around for many, many years. So we, we have a lot of preconceived notions as both uh, human beings, but then also as an audience, even more so as an audience, weirdly. We put the shows in these boxes, we put, the characters in these boxes, you know, people trying to like make connections that aren't there. Because I, I, I mean, I remember you know giving the the you know the pilot script to like friends, and they would read it. They go, I don't know if Ted should end up with Keeley. That's the that was their takeaway from reading the pilot. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, why do you think that that's gonna happen? It's like, oh, I guess you're right. Well, I, then I guess yeah, him and Rebecca make sense. I was like, why do you think that? Yeah. And we're just like, man and woman must get together, <laughs> man, and, you know, yeah. and. And so you sort of played towards that. So yeah, you towards your uh, original question about Nate. It's like yeah, you got to like make people love them. That's when that's when things matters of the heart and betrayal. Those that's when those things you really feel those things is when you've gone the journey of like connection with someone. Yeah. Like, both both with other people or with your, yourself as an audience member with them. It's it's you know that's just one of those things. We had, we grew up with a lot of great bad guys. You know in the films and televisions of that of my youth, and yeah. So we're just sort of doing our version of that. If comedy doesn't have a heart, it won't have an audience. It's as simple as that. I, yeah, and I don't think yeah you'll laugh as hard nor will you rewatch it. I mean, but sometimes just Step Brothers. But Step Brothers has a tremendous heart. I mean, it's all about family and everything. I was going to say there's some of those scenes they don't. It's infused with the heart, but like sometimes you just like watching you know <laughs> physical comedy. It's like watching it. Yeah. Punk beds, you know, smush a grown man. That's always fun too. I already don't want it to end ever. Please don't let that happen. I, I, I have no control. No. 
<laughs> I know that's that's very kind of you. I, I'm I I hear I'm hearing the universe loud and clear. But you know, do you know what I mean? What shows have you felt like that about? Oh gosh, I mean, I, the British Office was a huge influence to me. British Office was like confusing to me in a way. I've spoken about this with friends and 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 a little bit in the press. But like being a 25 year old, you know, comedy person, you think you know everything, and then I saw what you know Ricky and Stephen did. Just the writing of it, I was like, are they making this up as they go? I know. It felt so clever and real and normal having had temp jobs only a, a couple of years prior and those feelings and just so beautifully cast awkward and, and flat at times yeah yeah it, normal it was, yeah it was <laughs> it was something it changed advertising i mean mcdonald's started to do you know they started to do commercials that so it felt like that it's so funny like and and i remember i was, it was when i first got tivo or like a dvr and we were working doing second city in las vegas and i'd come home and i'd just be like and it was only you know a few, those handful of episodes but it also the thing i loved about it were the tiny arcs you got to know these characters a lot and this is something that brett goldstein and i spoke about when i you know when, before he died <laughs> before before he died and before he was even a writer on the show it was like the the micro arcs of the of that story you know like just it's all about david brent telling finchy to f off you know you just want him to have the gumption to stick up for himself and stick up for his gal and just not go looking to get this like alpha males like approval and 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 just huge influence there uh cheers was another was another one uh again had lucky you know connection to it but i just think that show when i watched ted danson you know he uh, he's just effortless he's like cary grant on tv like and the the bar just felt so again real and just want to go there man yeah just absolutely. Hang, man. yeah don't interfere just no, want to watch yeah, exactly i'll be over here i'll, be, I'll take I'll bring, I'll bring a book yeah. it's fine <laughs> exactly oh my goodness me um the thing about The Office, you know, the things, yeah, the yeah, yeah. millions of things about The Office is that that sort of blazed the trail for making sitcoms that previously had laugh tracks, not unwatchable, but yeah. you watch them about anything. That, that is it. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. to hear people laughing at, by the way, count me in, you yeah. know, yeah, friends, yeah. et cetera, filmed in front of a live audience, yeah, da, sure. da, 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 yep. whatever it is. But now it's so bizarre to see them yeah. because at first, not hearing laughter, thought, oh, this isn't funny. What? Because you're not hearing other people laughing. Right. No, this is really funny. And you can you can own the laugh yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how you watch things, but, you know, I often think, oh, God, that's funny. But I, f I don't laugh. Sometimes. Oh, absolutely. That's you know, a comedy like, writer, like, cliche, I'm just, yeah. I mean, in awe, I'm just like, my brain is melting. This is so yeah. clever. It's so funny. It's so profound. It's so thoughtful. The swearing on the show. So mm -hmm. I watch it with my 14-year-old son, who ironically just finished watching all the American offices and didn't know what to watch next. Uh, yeah. Right? Great show. So too. I said, no, you might want to try Ted Lasso. He said, I did. I said, just give it another go. Yeah. So he watched it first when he was sort of 12, 13. So we watch it together now, side by side. Yeah. It's a side by side. And you know blokes are very good side by side, Absolutely. better than head on. You oh, know, 100%. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, that going on in the show. That's why, that's why football stadiums are designed that way, right? That's why you have the, 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 the doggy crew. What <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the diamond dogs. The diamond yeah, dogs. exactly, yeah. It's the same thing, isn't it? 100%, yeah. You know, the more men in the conversation, the more sort of intimate and truthful the conversation may be, mm -hmm. as opposed to it's the opposite of, you know. Yeah. Uh, other occasions. So um, we watch it side by side. So he's 14. He hears all the swear words, yeah. right? Um, and I said before, you know, there's nothing wrong with swear words per se. You know, there are some things very wrong with certain words. Mm -hmm. But the swear words in your show, they're, they're not anti or pro-faith, culture or creed. Right. They're just there. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's really, really funny swearing, <laughs> right? And it's so funny that obviously um, one of the characters, if you don't know the show, one of the character's nieces 
gets called out for swearing at school and the character Roy Kent, uh, Brett's character, gets called into school um, to, 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 to be asked who, where she's getting this swearing from. And um, before he's asked that, he swears and then it's obvious where he's getting the, mm-hmm. she's getting the swearing from. But that is clearly a decision you've made to, to say to the world, along mm-hmm. with other messages you want to say to the world, swearing is it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say the W word on on radio here, and yet it's a nonsense word in the states. It's and so that's, crazy. Isn't that funny? Like, and 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 yet y'all throw the c word around like like nothing I've ever seen. And we and that's the you know they don't let us say that. Uh, you know, Apple w- w- didn't not not let us, but like encouraged us not to. You know, and so we because we had it a whole scene worth about it that because it would. Yeah, because well, the backlash in the states or, or in, in certain segments of the population, I and I completely got that. But that was a little bit of what the monologue was about. It was May the the barmaid w- was giving us, you know, well, here's what it means here How and great giving. Is she? She's so great. I mean, Annette, and is such a soul. And and again, there's there's things coming up down the season that were her taking over her character, sending me a poem. And me being like, taking that as a suggestion. She was just like, doesn't this remind you of Ted and May? And I was like, yeah, it does. And, you know, that'll, that'll reveal itself. How, you know, but that's taking her idea or just her notion for the character and the relationship yeah. during the summer. And then, then remembering it, holding on to it, and us bringing it, looping it back around into the writer's room. But the swearing, yeah. I mean, I tell my kids, because I have I, my son and daughter watch it, and they're six and a half and nine. And so, you know, they refer, uh, refer to uh, uh, Roy Kent as King of the F. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, but I, I say to them, you know, same thing when we're listening to that aforementioned, uh, you know, 90s hip hop. I go, you can hear these words. You can't say them. All right. Like <laughs> you just so can't. You just not, not when I'm in the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can say it amongst each other. You know, that's banter. Dad, but, we've been saying it for years. Man. <laughs> I know. But my, I blame my dad. My dad took me to see Beverly Hills Cop when I was nine years old in the theater. And yet an incredible movie, you know, has changed my p- point of view of superheroes of you know class of race like i mean and just what is funny and what's what's cool. beverly hills cop yeah. is such an amazing film yeah. do you do you remember the first 10 minutes of beverly hills Absolutely. Cop? what happens yeah because it's not what you think it's mm. a setting up of the culture and the environment exactly. yeah. it's basically it starts off and it looks like a documentary doesn't mm-hmm. it yeah it does people smoking weed on the on the, on the stoop and all this yeah, kind of Detroit stuff and, and it's blue and gray and just yeah. yeah and and how good how good was he how good is he so i mean he's the best he's i'm glad people are like I, I'm. I got to meet him uh, at Saturday Night Live. Eddie Murphy, by the way. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Axel Foley. Um, but yeah, that movie. I mean, the fact that we go from Detroit to Beverly Hills within ten minutes, like you know, and you meet everybody, you meet his buddy, you know, understand why he's going there. It's just brilliantly. Really it's interesting, film. isn't it, that we talk about this because those films actually sort of were were the Office before the Office because yeah. they those eighties feature comedy feature films yeah. because they were full on comedies yeah. but they were they, with no gags with no laugh track again and they were doing what TV caught up and start has started doing Absolutely. now yeah. and I want I always wondered you know whether it's it's Beverly Hills Cop or Forty Eight Hours or like Big or mm-hmm. so, you know um, uh, Pretty Woman or whatever yeah. they were. They were funny and heartfelt at the same time, which is what your show's all about. Oh, and because nice. a lot of your your gang come from the film world, you know, there's a lot of big film ideas, mm-hmm. you know, gifted to a not a small screen, but now you know it's still a television show. Yeah. The way you exchange different conversations, you know, between two different ensembles to get the same point across, you know, yes. which at the funeral or whatever it may be. Sure. Um, all roads at some point to anybody who ever wants to have fun lead to Holland and Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep, it's right. the bullseye. So yep. you were there like before, yep. during, and I presume after. Yep. Uh, tell us, tell us how 
Holland featured with you and Brendan first off? Oh, well, yeah. But Brendan and Joe and I have all worked and spent time at a place called Boom Chicago, which is an uh, English-speaking uh, uh, American-owned theater there in, in Amsterdam, in the Leidsapline area when we were there. Uh, and it, it's in a different location now. And, yeah, it, we got to do sketch and improv for, you know, <laughs> worldwide audiences. I mean, it was a very small thing that three fellows from Northwestern University in, in Illinois started with. They went there on a class trip. They're like, oh, we should do an improv show here an improv theater you know and they were enjoying all the spoils of the town as most americans and australians i found do and uh then it's now here that is almost 30 years later they're doing all that and we you know brendan and i that that's where let's see where do i start i mean brendan loved american football ended up moving there ended up living there for five years his first place was a flat with like five dutch fellas they're all watching Euro Cup, and the and the you know the Dutch team is doing fantastic. It's in a, in a wonderful period of Ajax's you know history, yeah. and Brendan fell in love with that game and became you know eighty five percent of that character uh, that we that he plays on the show. He he is truly like an amazing amazing brain, the guy you want on your pub trivia team with any uh, subject, and he brings that same enthusiasm and fervor when he speaks about the game. And so then he and I started playing. FIFA on PlayStation, uh, in you know, in the dressing room between shows, and he would explain to me what the heck was going on because I like basketball, so he would use the '90s, you know, sh uh, Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, etc., uh, to sort of explain to me what who Terry Henry was or David Beckham. You know, <laughs> he'd try to break it down for me metaphorically, and then that just became this way that we communicated, and, the, and then that was in 2000, uh, end of 2000, and then again, you know, you flash forward to 2013. I mean, there's a lot of the show came from the Netherlands in. Uh, Coach Beard. Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of that sort of yeah, yeah. quiet hedonism <laughs> exactly, um, yeah. in him. And also, I presume in Brendan as well, to oh, be honest. 100%, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those pants that he wears in episode nine. so much. Oh, I, you know, he... He would absolutely have owned those pants. You know, There's something if about the low already. country in Scandinavia in their mindset and their outlook on the world um, where they don't worry themselves about the nonsense other countries have a, a lot of noise about and low signal with mm -hmm. regards to yeah and i love them for that yeah, you know, yeah. i think it's amazing no it's and that, that episode was really special because it was a chance to sort of give back to a place that had really opened our eyes and not just because of the things that are legal there i mean i know that's a little bit cheeky wink wink that we do in the show but you know we're proud of the fact that we never mentioned marijuana or weed <laughs> at all during the uh, uh, you know a 63 minute episode of a town that's that from americans point of view is known for that and and you know uh the red light district so yeah we try to um, subvert that again those expectations let's talk about the casting Please, right yeah uh theo park our cast director our local oh, uh, she's amazing uh, how many awards has she won by the way i mean not All enough not enough yeah. i mean but but i also would like casting directors in general are just badasses they're they're wizards and and mystics that see the best in people that is their job like how special is that like they can go about it i you know cynically and be like oh here comes another blonde guy you know whatever yeah. but they they don't they literally find these jewels in the, you know uh in in the rough and and um you know the, the um there's a woman named Allison Jones who's, uh, you know, she did like the American office. And when casting the show, her, I've always got on with her. I've, I, I think she's an incredible, like, you know, human being. And again, just has that aura about her that recognizes these other auras and people. And she, I was like, who do we get to, like, you can't do a candy. She says, no, I don't know anybody over there. I was like, okay. She goes, Theo Jones, uh, Theo Park is who you want, Theo Park. I was like, okay, I got to meet this guy. It was a woman. And, and, <laughs> and she has just been a delight uh, to us. And has given us so many people and have given so many of those people careers. 
know yeah. what I mean? Like, even though they had them, but the, but with the platform that this show has has afforded folks, uh, you know, myself included, it's like she's changed people's lives. She's helped people buy homes. Well, Theo you know? is, is yeah. comes from God, of course. Yeah, I, mean, God. I mean, tell so you, I'll you, tell you. Yeah. I wish know. I knew her parents' names because I'd, I'd, I'd you know check with the, the middlemen between her and God. Yeah, yeah the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, um, yeah. But yeah, the, the casting, it's a joy. I mean, there's. You know, the only person that that didn't audition, that didn't read, was Juno Temple, and it was, we were looking for someone to play oh, Keely Jones. Everybody's so good. Uh, I mean, it's so good. I was going to say Juno's so good, but they're also good. Some of the actors auditioned for multiple parts, didn't they? There's, yes. Yeah. So, so he he auditioned for a part they didn't get, who, and then did get a part now are in it. Well, I mean, it's a little bit odd, but but when we were writing the 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 footballers, there was maybe a debate in the writers' room, not a debate, but a discussion of like, do we make do we have do we have two Brits? Do we have you know Jamie Tart and Roy Kent? I I personally felt it was important to have people from the same area just because there's different levels of machismo you know even in the north yeah, and yeah, south yeah, yeah, like yeah. like Roy and Jamie. Uh, but the, we talked about maybe doing it in other regions, right? So then Danny Rojas, the character that w- is Danny Rojas, we were gonna do like a you know. Uh, Latino version, you know, or, 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 you know, Spanish, you know, we didn't know what we were going to do, but maybe from some other place. And that was going to be the young brash, you know, almost like a Ronaldo, like whether he's, you know, Portugal or whatnot, Brazil, et cetera. And, and Phil came into audition for the character of Danny Rojas when he was written still as like, you know, an Eric and, you know, up and comer, but, um, but he did an accent and he was brilliant. We didn't know. I mean, he looked like a, like a young Marlon Brando doing this accent. And then we were like, he's like, well, he's hitting all the jokes. He understands all the beats, you know. Uh, and I was like, well, he's a white fella, you know. And, and you know, that doesn't fly, <laughs> you know. Like, that wouldn't be authentic. So so then, you know, the Danny Rojas character became like this joyful character, especially once we, we saw Christo. And Christo was a footballer. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And we'd have, we had, we'd have people do these auditions, you know, they'd send in tapes where they do the audition. And then they'd, you know, do some keepy-uppy, you know, or like, or yeah, do yeah. stuff. And there were some really funny things where, like, you know, a couple of people uh, for the character um, Soccer Girl is played by uh, this young woman, Shannon, uh, you know, people breaking windows, <laughs> you know, it's like, whoops, you know, but uh, but still, like, with, so, like, that would be an example of, like, Phil auditioning for that. Like, I know, I know, uh, I believe Nick Muhammad, you know, was going to read maybe for uh, Higgins, yeah. you know, and then. but He then wanted that, didn't he? I think so, yeah, yeah but yeah. I, because I think he felt the Nate character, the way it was initially written, felt similar to stuff that either he had done or yeah. was working on. And I completely get that. I, I know I've made choices for films uh, based on what I ju- what film I just did last. So, and like, you know, it's very common for, and makes total sense to me, that an actor would want to do something they hadn't just done. If any of you were as close to Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. as you can be without writing it. Mm -hmm. It might be Christo, mightn't it? It might be. Yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, Brendan's beard is pretty close, although Brendan will admit... uh uh, and it's true; is more loquacious, um, but it's 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 a love lovely. Uh, I think brain meets spirit would be yeah. Christo and Brendan, wouldn't y- it? Maybe yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would. Um, yeah, Hannah's really that tall. Oh, you know? <laughs> she's by the way. I <laughs> mean, else. all of them just keep it, it coming. It really yeah. is. It's so That's why, good, man. It, I, oh my god, it's so. You, it's like the Beatles. You like the Beatles. That's again. This is obnoxious. I, no, because, I'm so glad you're saying it, not me. No, you know hang on, I mean? but. That's the very Be- kind. We know the Beatles. There were seven Beatles. There weren't four. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Um, are you, are you going George Martin and like Pete Best? You're going all the way? Like, or how you, no, where George, are you getting no, that number people from? people that were in the Beatles. So Pete was in the Beatles. Yeah. There's a guy with Jimmy Nickel in the Beatles. Okay. And there was um, uh, Stuart Sutcliffe in the Beatles. Okay. Oh, yes. Of as course, well. So yes. that's the seven Beatles. Yes. 
And um, but of course they could have all had a band each. And what you had with yeah. these, the Beatles is you had four band leaders agreeing to be in the same band yeah. and bringing all their strengths and all their genius and all their God-given whatever it was to uh, this incredible explosion of something that had never happened before and will never happen again. Yeah. That's Ted Lasso. That's I mean, yeah, I really think so. That's I mean, this, this is a, this is a lot that I really appreciate this man because I can see it in your eyes. How, no, much, yeah, how just, much you mean it? It's, I know, like, I know. it's very flattering, but I feel I feel that way. When, when, when I look around, I mean, at the end of the season one, I remember being in the makeup trailer and the, we, we have all the headshots of all of every, and there's like, you know, 150. It's like, it's a big show and it, it's only gotten bigger, right? It's almost like The Simpsons at this point in only three seasons with how many characters we have. And I looked around and I was just like, we have no turkeys. Nobody here caused a stink. Nobody here, like, that's even behind the scenes, much less getting the opportunity to be involved with the show soup to nuts from writing it to editing it. I love watching these people perform. They knock my socks off. And, and, and they do things that I know that they didn't think that they could do, whether it be learn a monologue in, in an afternoon or whether it plays something like the, like the journey that, that Nick Muhammad takes us on as Nate to go to the places he had to go to to play evil without judgment like Jamie Tart did, like, you know, uh, like uh, Jimmy Lance does as Trent Krim, you know? I mean, like, it's, you know, as Anthony Head does as Rupert, like, just irredeemable. And to play it with sincerity, honesty, and no judgment, because comedians want to be liked. Most people want to be liked. And to play unlikable is incredible because it allows for those depths that you that you're feeling and the we range. love playing yeah you, you can bring people really high and bring people really low uh at least attempt to you know some people don't want to go on the ride you can't that's all right you know you, but you, you you don't get many hugs from people with their arms crossed you know so but you, you know that's what they're doing <laughs> that's right you know <laughs> we're almost out of time right why what i don't know time? why i don't know no, why no. <laughs> i don't know why what is time anyway yeah. but here's the thing right it's going to be over before you know it. Yeah. Isn't all of it. What, is, yeah. what are you going to do with it? So you're going to be talking about this when it's over, about how great it was, but it's not over yet and you're still in it. Indeed, yeah. How does that play in your mind and your heart? It's it, it flattering, flattering that people you know, want more, flattering. Uh, but also you got the same way these characters had led us, the same way these things have arrived. You know, when I, when I sit here and I, I you know, invoke the universe, I, I'm being sincere, like going, getting to come here, which we hadn't done press here. You know, you and I spoke a couple of years ago, you know, and, and here we are in, you know, the, the world's changed. Everybody's individual life has changed. We all got, you know, <laughs> stuck in our homes. That was the universe probably trying, maybe trying to shake us up. Right. And so I'm still listening to him and her. And they and them, like all of it, you know, like just like, what, what have you got for me? And so to hear people's enthusiasm for this show uh, and also the way it's, you know, helped them, you know, uh, and the way families watch it together, th- that's something that we, we all take huge advisement from, you know, and, yeah. and, and, but it has to be the stories, it has to be the characters. It can't just be uh, because we want it, you know, like there, there's a lot of things that we don't get in life that we want, but, you know, it's, it's the journey to get there. So I have to get kind of done with this chapter. That's where we sort of looked at this. You know, we modeled it literally after the British office, you know, to, we just thought it was gonna be, you know, six episodes, six episodes, Christmas special, you know, and here it's turned into this, you know, uh, with the, the three season arc. And 49 minutes, one episode, 32 minutes, the next episode, yeah. whatever the episode needs to be. Yes. That's, that's the joy of the new age of television. It is. And, and, and the fact that Apple is willing to, to dance with us that way is really, really uh, awesome of them. Cause I don't know if most places would do that. And, and some people may feel that it's indulgent, but it's, we're indulging these characters and these stories because it, it just needs to be, these stories need to be told and if it's not uh, if they're not then I would be uh, I'd feel we're being irresponsible towards towards them pre-warned is pre-armed mm-hmm. how many more may I have I yeah I mean I. what do you think 
I mean, we got, you know, episode eight next week and then nine, 10, 11, 12. That's it. That's it for now. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I hear you <laughs> loud and clear though, man. Look, I, it's, it's, it, I, I mean, when I see, it, I, I, I can't even speak towards it because it, I'm still in the thick of it. You know, you, we want this story to grow out because maybe people at the end would be like, oh no, you know what? That's it. Thank you. Like that, that's all we need, <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah, yeah. and well, it will tell you, won't it? I, I truly do believe that yeah, yeah. I, it has, it has led the way. And if it doesn't, Apple TV go. plus. <laughs> exactly, yeah, they'll <laughs> let me know. They'll, yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not a negotiation tactic. I'm not trying to be political. I'm not trying to hem and haw. It's, it's truly once we get through with this, I can't wait for Brendan and Joe and I to get back in a pool together and, yeah. and figure out what, and see, and see what, what, what comes, you know, from through, uh, you know, uh, betwixt but yeah the, the the those beatles that you talk about the show the, the thing we talk about platonic soulmates people that just find each other at the right time right place and 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 enjoy and to enjoy each other and to to make something that truly harmonized like to make something that you know to make a voice that can only happen through the triangulation or however many people you have uh, and they have that just beam out that's that's part of the fun of getting to do it this is the only way i've ever known to do it through improv and sketch through my family you know through my friends is like Okay, how do how do we all get in this yeah. boat together and row in one direction? Where are we going? I don't know. I don't know. And we'll ultimately, the, the only way to keep it forever is to let it go. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. In the end, yeah. Tilly, who works on the show, yes. made, made you these. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I mean, not only the biscuits, but the box alone. I love that folks can't find this box, so people craft. Oh, those look very. Those look lovely. Yeah. Um, I know you're busy. I know you're so busy. It's ridiculous how busy you are. Please have photographs with as many people in this building as possible before you go. Please, I happily, beg you. Happily, yeah. Um, congratulations. Thank you, sir. It's the best. Thank you for having me. And thank you for such thoughtful questions and observations. I mean, it's really, man, it's really overwhelming. That's it. We did it. We did it. We got there. D didn't mess it up. Didn't mess think. it up. How you? How are you going to mess it up? You think? <sighs> how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all in the books. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great weekend.